be real about content creators. <laughs> she is Lay, right there. Lay, uh, right. Lay. Yeah. Got a special guest today. All right. All right. <laughs> Y'all want to get to what we want to talk about? Travel. Oh, so it looks like we diving right into it. So, um, Steelers linebacker Devin Bush, who's been um, the talk of all social media for his um, tweets, um, for lack of a better term, um, has basically came out and uh, reached out. And Sharka, please, uh, if I mispronounce his name, please feel free to correct me on this. Um, Basically, Darren Evans, of course, we all know was the social media uh, scene. Um, basically, for his country creation, he does the podcast, he does the streaming as far as gaming is concerned and things of that nature. So, not sure what prompted Devin Bush to make the comment he made, but as you guys can see here, um, this was a tweet from Devin Bush saying, see all those quote-unquote content creators including us because we're the same way with no more than 400 views now nah, you bore you a boy m effort and then of course uh evans responded with even content creators have to crawl before they walk g if you're making content let this motivate you and not put you down and we'll make it to 401 views in response to bush and this is coming just shortly after devin bush tweeted previously about TikTok, basically saying Hey, if you're a grown man and you're on TikTok, please stay away from me. And of course, as a Steelers fan, we know that Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool both have a strong presence on TikTok. So Devin Bush has become public enemy number one on social media um, over the past week, I might say. So just want to get you guys' take on uh, both guys' comments um, and take opinions we can start with how it is on the screen, Sharky, all the way down to two. Okay, so um, like I said, we're content creators, um, and we are those people who have we're a party on a party episode basis. Yeah, we have this four hundred views, right? Um, so seeing his tweet, it could be discouraging. Not uh, for people who, like I said, we all talk about mental uh, capacity. You know, your mental, particular mentals. Some people are probably not mentally strong. That can hurt them, right? That can you can look at a tweet and be like, "Yeah, he's right." And I could be one of the people at times. Uh, I can't get to that right here live on the air. So seeing that tweet is like, really, really, bro. Like, <laughs> like that's how you just, just you know, find a way to bring people down. So Darren to Evans, I really appreciated him just even coming on and speaking. Not only speaking, not only tweeting back what he tweeted, but he's also been about it. Like he's. I've seen him on plenty of other Titans. I think he cares more for gaming streams. So he's been on plenty of other Titans fans or anybody who's tweeted him. He said, hey, I'm going to follow you. He's been on the live people streams while they're gaming, coming in. Uh, so he's he's been about the action since this whole thing happened. And also, he himself had less than 400 views up to this point as well. So, like I said, Devin Dwish, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say more mature. It's just that's his mindset. That's what he thinks. It goes along. Like I said, he has teammates who are content creators. So, that could, I don't, I'm not going to say we could create a strike in the locker room, but that's the type of thing that could. So, I mean, just overall, like I said, that, what he said, it could be 
down the people. I'm just glad that you have someone like Darren T. Evans who can come and speak up and say, hey, don't get down on yourself. Keep pushing. Yeah, and in the space of, of, like you said, we are content creators ourselves. Um, think about like the pandemic that's happened and there's been a lot more of us content creators, um, so to speak as well, because you know there was no sports, right? Um, or just nothing for us to do. So um, there's been a sharp increase in podcasting over these last two to three years. Um, so this is a new avenue um, in that we used to express our views and opinions, um, which is our first amendment right as well, by the way, Devin Bush. Um, but Devin Bush does one thing though, he backs it up on the field. Um, and so I will say that. Um, however, you know, um, he's we're in an era as well that uses social media a lot. Um, and so what you say on social media, like I tell like my students I used to teach, like once you hit post, that is there forever. Um, no matter how many times you want to sit there and try to delete it, somebody prior took a screenshot and it's there for life to have. Um, and so Devin Bush is, I feel like one of those guys that's definitely not into social media at all. But if you're not into social media, then why even tweet, right? Um, let Juju do what he does, let anybody else do what they do. Um, because at the end of the day, that's not who you are. And that's fine. Um, but let us live as content creators, um, because I think we, well, if you ask me, we did the best job ever um, when it was the pandemic, because when there were no sports, LBR was there for you week in and week out to give you something besides LeBron um, and everything else. Um, and so to me, content creators need to exist because without us, you would have been listening to first take and all of them explained about LeBron or back in the day with the wars or something like that, instead of just being with us. Um, so I'll pass over to Skylar at this point. Yeah, you kind of took a little bit of what I was going to say um, about this whole particular topic, like referring to, you know, um, different shows on ESPN or Fox, some of those, you know, live debate sports um, talk shows that we kind of all listen to, they're content creators. In a sense, everybody's a content creator. Devin Bush is a content creator. So for him to kind of, you know, take jabs and, you know, kind of say things like this. Um, so I think I, I kind of agree with you. It's disheartening. It's kind of, you know, ugly to see. Um, but I think, you know, I've been able to, you know, um, get to a point in my life where things like this motivates me. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, as I read this, I hope, you know, that it motivates me. Then I hope that it motivates all of us. You know, you see what I'm saying? For people to say stuff like that, um, we all start from, to, to Mr. Evans's point, like we all start from somewhere. Like, you know, Stephen A didn't become Stephen A until Stephen A had to, you know, create content. Same thing with Skip Bayless, same thing with, you know, Kendra Parkers, a lot of the people that we listen to on a day to day basis, they've all had to start from somewhere. Um, I mean, even, you know, to the football field, like you kind of if you want to, you know, take it to that to that link, like Devin Bush, you have had to start from somewhere. So, you know, to kind of say things like that um, is disheartening. But at the end of that, I just kind of hope that it, it motivates us to want and do more. Well said, gentlemen, um, to Devin Bush, I would say, you know, for him saying now nah, you just a boy MF or I say, so what if they are like as long as they're not out here robbing anybody or doing harm to somebody who cares? Like, come on, dude, you're, you're, you're in the NFL. People are going to look at your words, especially with him being one of the top, you know, defensive players in the league period. People going to look at his words and you know, it, it'll hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all say y'all hurt. And like, as y'all should be like, this is a leader of y'all team telling you content curators that what you're doing pretty much is, is, is for nothing. So I, I'm appreciative of, the, of this platform of this podcast for y'all for, for allowing, you know, people like myself to get off, you know, what we have to say off our chest, especially with what's going in the sports media. Like if we look around us, it's not many of us. So, <laughs> and, you know, even though we, our numbers were, 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 you know, one, two, 
downloads plays a week when we first started we were still motivated because we saw the bigger picture and people like Devin Bush to me don't see the bigger picture um to Darion Evans you got to crawl before you walk you know as a DJ um I started of course DJing at the U of M and like some of my some of the parties that we throw weren't the biggest parties but those were the times I was able to get my bigger followers per se because they were still having a great time like those 10 20 people that you know came out and and wanted to enjoy you they did and from that it just grew on and grew on and grew on and grew on to the point where it's like I'm, I'm 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 pretty good and I'm happy with my career so far. So it stars like you said you have to crawl before you walk, and then once you walk, start running things. And, and you know what I'm saying don't listen to people like Devin Bush because like I said he don't see the bigger picture. Yeah, and and one thing that I just thought about too, sorry before Trevor goes, you know, thinking about like how long like content creators has been a word, but think like what you just said about you know some of the parties that you know that you used to DJ for, like even going back to some of these Greek weeks, like that's <laughs> that's creating content as I sit here and think about it. So content creation. <laughs> exactly. So you know that that word, you know, we've been doing it for so long, but I guess it's just become, you know, something uh, I'm not sure exactly what that word replaced. Um, but great you know content creation has been going on for a very long time, even before we even thought we were doing it. It's been going on since the dawn of time. I mean, if we're being real about it, it's now now we got cameras. <laughs> so, yeah, you're pretty much right there. Um, I don't really have too much to say on this um, because you guys hit the nail on the head with everything. I will dive into Devin Bush's side of things because there's more layers to this than just this one tweet with him. And everything that's been going on with him and the rest of the Steelers on Twitter, per se. I'll address all of that this week in Blissburg County, so stay tuned. What a plug. Let it be known. What a plug. Content creation at the finest. So let, before, before, was that the last question on this topic? Because I would like to write some uh, questions right. y'all. Yeah, um, yes. At the Go beginning ahead. At the beginning of starting, let's be real. When the numbers still weren't looking good, you know what I'm saying? What motivated y'all to keep going? You know what I'm saying? Then I'll start. I'll just say, just like I know for me, like it really served as a therapy. You know what I'm saying? Just being able to talk to, you know, four or five guys who know what the hell they're talking about with sports was, was therapeutic for me. And that, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of the numbers, I did it based on how I felt every week that we were going in, whether we were in the studio or in our cars or at the crib, whatever, you know, at the office, whatever. Like being me being able to talk to y'all motivated me to 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 keep this pod going and thank God we did. Yeah, I'm kind of built very like in a very different way because seeing stuff like this, seeing like, you know, one to two downloads, you know, per episode, or maybe not even, you know, 30 for the month, like Weirdly enough, stuff like that, like it, you know, it pushes me to a whole different level that mentally I don't even know, like if a lot of people can go to because I just do nothing but want to, you know, just keep saying like, okay, Skyler, like, you know, that two will turn into four, that four will turn into eight, that eight will turn into two. Like, at some point, somebody's going to hear it and somebody's going to see it and be like, damn, like that's what I'm looking for. And people who at some point in form and, you know, at some point in life, you know, they make it big or, you know, they, you know, they do well. Like they all kind of have to do stuff like, you know, doing stuff where, you know, they were putting out content and only, you know, two or three people listen to it. It just takes that one ear or, the, or that one person to see it and be like, damn, like that's what I'm looking for. And it just, you know, you get that random call. So stuff it, it motivated me like to, you know, just just to keep going. 
Honestly, y'all kept me motivated. I mean, like I say, I'm the person who directly sees the downloads and see the, you know, how much we get for the episode. So, come from my standpoint, and I told the story numerous times before. Remember, I started Let's Be Real in 2017, really, and I quit at the end of the year. Um, part of that has to do with that thing was me, Savage, and Aston. It got to the point just me by myself because just time we were trying to meet in person. We didn't have, you know, what we're doing now, going live on video cameras and stuff. Well, was so, somebody late? Was that why you had to change? Was somebody <laughs> always late? Nah, <laughs> what the case it did. Oh, man. But yeah, so like I said, when I started doing it for myself, I just got bored. I mean, it got boring. It was just like, nah, I didn't, when I started, when I, I vision, let's be real, it wasn't do it by myself. So at that point, I was like, I quit. Then my guy, Dominic Lawson, who I consider him as a mentor, uh, who I look up to in the podcast game. He uh, he didn't tell me anything specifically. He just, I think he added me to a podcast group literally the day after I, I pretty much quit. At that point, I was like, okay, I'm going to reboot it. I just need to think of a game plan. Uh, maybe I go with Skyler, too, and the rest of history. So here we are now. So, like I said, seeing over the last three years, I knew at that point, I was like, nah, you're not going to quit again. So any damn moments I have now, I find I just I just find internal motivation to get it going. And sometimes, like I said, I'm a uh, Christian. Religion, God sends somebody in my way at different points in time. Recently, I was to say on air back in March, when Skyler said he was going to uh, do the Titans podcast, Deck Wishing Uh Just as recent two weeks ago, a Titans podcaster reached out to me and he motivated me again. I thought maybe I had some little down periods. So it's really been y'all, just uh, different people, and finding internal motivation just to keep going. Yeah, I would say the exact same, just the motivation to keep going. Um, would definitely say having a group of guys that actually share all of this like sports knowledge with because I'm literally a sports jockey. Like prior to this, I my channel would stay on ESPN all day or whatever is pretty much on. Now it's not always a hundred percent accurate, but you you get to see the gist of where I'm going. Like I would watch first take. I'd watch sports center. If there's a classic NBA game on on NBA TV, I'm watching. If it's a classic football game on, I'm watching it. So just gathering all this knowledge and just learning about this along the way and now having someone to actually share it with on the same level, it's kind of been a motivating factor for me. And uh, I'm glad to be doing it. And I can care less about the downloads. I know eventually someone's going to notice us, so I'm just going to keep going. And as they always, as we say here, consistency is key. So it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, to finish off, I, I want to save mine for the end because I'm the youngest of all of us in terms of how long I've been with LBR. Okay. Um, I clearly I got a bald head, so I got to be older. Um, but like for me, I've always wanted to be part of this kind of platform. Um, and so realistically, and I guess I'll share my journey real quick. Like I went to Ohio University originally uh, before I graduated from Central State, but I went to Ohio University to begin in sports broadcasting and journalism itself in the scripts program. And I hated it <laughs> because I hated writing papers. Um, and so I literally kind of gave up on journalism itself because I didn't want to write papers. I just wanted to talk about sports. I didn't want to write papers about sports. And so hearing you guys, like I said, you know, a couple of years ago and then, you know, having the ability to join was awesome to me. And I think what's helped 
um, me stay motivated, not the downloads. It's just been like, what can we do? And I often talk to Sharky a lot. Like, what, what are some different topics that we can do? What, what can we do differently to engage our listeners differently? And he's given a platform for all of us to really make this more than just sports or just LBR itself, 901 sports. And I can't, I can't thank him enough for what he's done for us um, and how he's put us really on his back for this. And to him, for him to say that, you know, Skyler has inspired him or Trevor's inspired him, man, it, it's really sharky to me um, that gave all of us this way of, of doing this and uh, moving forward. I don't care if no one ever listens. <laughs> um, you gonna eventually, what, what's cool to me, I'll be honest, what's cool to me is seeing my son being able to look at me on YouTube or while we're recording, be like, that's my dad or that's my uncle or what have you, or posing like two. Right. Um, and so like, that's awesome to me, man. And if that's my only view for LBR, let it be, let it be. Cool. cool. True inspiration. True inspiration. Y'all ain't like Scott used to always say, man, you ain't, uh, you ain't in the gym. You want to start shooting what's in the gym? Wait, how'd it go, Scott? You should, you want, you want it was, nah, shoot. You were not shooting <laughs> what's in the gym. I can't even talk, man. That was difficult. You ain't shooting what's that. You better start shooting. <laughs> That's it. You better get with us for the price go up. That's all I had to say. All right. All right. Okay. Headlines. Pretty much the only headlines is uh thank goodness it wasn't nothing about Kevin Durant, thank God. Um, but <laughs> last night it's the coming, book, it's coming next. Um, God damn it. <laughs> well, the Bucks uh, did pull off a 20-point win against the Suns <laughs> last night. Uh, series of the NBA Finals now 2-1. So that'll mean I made a gentleman's sweet prediction. Uh, See, they, they know the vibes over here. Uh, so I still got the Suns in five. Uh, gentlemen, where do y'all see this series heading? I said on starting five, I have Suns in six. Um, I'm gonna stick with it, but I, I really, I think I, I could see a seven game series. I would like a seven game series. Um, so uh, give me some six, but I would love a seven game series. Yeah, I, I originally said Bucks and six. Um, I'm gonna stay with Bucks and six. Um, hopefully, like to your point, Shark, I hope it goes seven games or so Bucks and seven, but I got the Bucks winning this series. Um, and it's crazy because you look at the amount of games. I'm talking about this NBA headlines. If you go on like ESPN.com, this is a conspiracy theory, by the way, fellas. They have game five up, right? There's a guarantee for game five, and there's a guarantee for game six, so to speak, already by ESPN. But no, nothing about game seven yet, which is interesting. But call me conspiracy theorist all you want. That's not my job. That's for Took and Trevor to do that. But I got bucks in six or seven, um, and we'll talk about Giannis and the rest later. Yeah, I kind of wish I could low-key kind of backtrack because I only picked Phoenix in seven because I wasn't sure how often or when Giannis was going to come back. Um, and because and now what you've seen is what I wanted Giannis to do. I think I was talking to one of y'all the other day, and I was saying, like, you know, Giannis is averaging, you know, 28, 30 points, you know, a game here. But if you could just make his free throws, he could easily get to 35 or 40 like a night. And you've already seen him eclipse 
you know, the 40 point, you know, 10 rebounds that line like twice in this finals already. And, you know, if if I knew that was going to be happening, then I definitely would have, you know, um, picked the, the Bucks comfortably. But I didn't. So I'm going to still continue. I'm still going to go with my pick, uh, which was Phoenix in seven. Um, the thing that I am kind of worried about, though, is, you know, that, that, that Devin Booker to Kobe Bryant comparison was poked out there, you know, a week or two ago. And uh, he's looked every bit not of that. So <laughs> that's, the thing, that's the thing that I'm worried about. But I'm, I'm, I'll still only go with Phoenix and seven just because they have home court. There's don't another comparison, too. Yeah, I'll say don't forget the David Robinson and DeAndre Well, Hayes. that one was just so outrageous. Or that one was just so outrageous <laughs> that I just decided not to. Yeah, that, that, he, he comparing the Admiral to the private. Mm-mm. I was just getting ready to make that reference, but it's okay. Um, so I said Suns and six, but I, I am getting a little bit worried because Coach Bud finally decided to follow my game plan, which I've noticed uh, midway through the third quarter in game one, and that's – they need to play Giannis at the five and either stagger PJ Connaughton. I mean, not PJ, uh, Pat Connaughton, PJ Tucker, and Bobby Porter's at that four spot, four and three spot, or whatever. <laughs> and that's pretty much his work wonders. And even with the game last night, it was not a lot of Giannis at the top of the key trying to make moves uh, from the perimeter. Like most of his plays were coming from the low post, which when he's doing that, it gives Chris Middleton room to operate. It gives Drew Holiday room to operate. And then Drew Holiday was big for him, especially in that third quarter, which pretty much put the game away for them. Uh, I'm sticking with my pick with the Suns to win this series. Uh, but honestly, if they're going to pull it out, uh, Kobe and David Robinson going to have to do something. David Robinson can't have Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, I'm 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 saying this as a, I'm saying this as a shot at Kendrick Perkins. So gotcha. okay. making this ridiculous comparison. So yeah, David Robinson, David Robinson can't have three fouls in the first half, and Kobe has to shoot a whole lot better than he has to shoot. And I use those terms or the very, very those names very loosely here, as uh, the rest of the NBA world has with these Kendrick Perkins. But yeah. Those who definitely have to play better, and um, because Milwaukee has, has killed them on the inside the entire series, despite um, being down to one. And if that continues, this series could definitely turn around in their favor. Hey man, live by the three, die by the three. It is what it is. It is what it is. David Robinson doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Kobe will step up next game. Isaiah Thomas, you know what I'm saying? He's he's doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I couldn't find a comparison of my characters, but it is what it is. Yeah, we we good, man. We good. Did you compare campaign to Isaiah Thomas? You must be comparing Chris Paul. You must be comparing him to IT and not Zeke. <laughs> 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 Wait, it with the just with that, the just with campaign gonna have twenty next game. <laughs> <laughs> I, if he does, he does. He does. Yeah, but he, he uh, shout out to Savage because he did say. Shout out to Savage because he did say that uh, Cam was gonna come back to Earth and he hell no. Well, Savage night. also said that that, that Brook Lopez was gonna win the Finals MVP. He did. He did. He did. That's because we didn't know when Giannis was coming back. 
That's because he didn't say it. He said, "No, I'm not saying he didn't say it. I'm just saying it's because we didn't know when Giannis was coming back." So he chose Brook. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> well, after this entire on sports, he technically said he wouldn't be surprised if he went. <laughs> He wanted to troll. Gotcha. Right. Man, you know, you know, he's on the troll. Well, he got me because I believe him. Content creator. <laughs> hey, you got to <laughs> you get your list up. Come on, Takashi 69. Takashi 69. I'm yelling. <laughs> now, but I, what I will say is that offense that the that the Suns are running that staggered screen, I like that. Um, to be honest, um, I think a lot of teams are going to adopt that and move forward with that. But Bucks have been playing some great defense with it as well. Um, but I really like that staggered screen, and um, I'm trying to think of who I was about to say. Uh, Justice Winslow can be compared to Mr. Bridges at this point. That's tough. That's tough. But I, I think, you know, yeah, we've what? been quite disrespectful. I think you Justin Winslow dropped seven, let alone 27. He had on a different jersey back then. <laughs> oh, okay. But no, I think the, another thing that I want to do I've been quite. Um... Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. No, I said one thing that I want to do is I've been very critical of Mike Budenholzer, but um, no, it's only been one game. But he did make quite a few adjustments in yesterday's game, which I think one was uh, – this is definitely not my flowers. No, he tried to – nah, I have a whole nother one. I saw that. <laughs> but, ah, but the two adjustments that he made for game three, I think, you know, led to the Bucks winning that game comfortably, actually. It was one, moving Giannis to the five. But the other one was to get Chris Middleton going and get Chris Middleton more aggressive. Um, they put him on the ball more, and they were and they allowed him to make a lot of the decisions. So that one gives him the ability not to just you know just kind of stand there and watch Giannis do whatever Giannis is going to do. But that that kind of you know gives them some form of advantage to you know get him going, get him aggressive. So even if he's not you know not necessarily shooting the ball well, um, he can at least get Giannis going and get Giannis going the way that he's he's done the past two day, the two games. So he was credit um to him for that. But you know, still a, a lot of left a lot left of the series to be played. Yeah, by the way, campaign. Yeah, that was tough that uh Chris Middleton shot his first few free throws of the series last night. I, I didn't need mm-hmm. campaign needs to score twenty for his trainer's sake. Campaign, you know, we give campaign a lot of credit for when he does play well. He didn't play well yesterday. He did not play well at all yesterday. I think he trained his training needs, man. After the chopper rant stuff this weekend on Twitter. <laughs> need campaign to drop 20 piece for him. Or something. <laughs> or or heck, not give up, you know, not let uh Chris Paul get you down to a six point game, but then you come in and it's back up to 20. Because <laughs> that was tough to watch. That was tough to watch. It was. It was. I can also say this is also like role players such as the ones that we've named are typically always better at home anyway than at on the road. Um, however, I I believe again I got the Bucks winning in six or seven anyway. So the Bucks wanted to do it, 
But if the Suns are to win, I think the Suns are definitely going to win one in Milwaukee um, because I think the Bucks are going to be good enough and made enough adjustments to win at least one when they get back in game five uh, with the Phoenix Suns in the Valley. So I got a question for you, Gigi. Are the Bucks still better without Giannis? Yes. I tell you all the time, I'm going down. <laughs> I'm going down, guns blazing. Um, but I mean, listen, we we watched the tremendous performance uh, from Giannis and the adjustments made by Coach Bud. Um, you now it now puts Giannis as more of a playmaker, so to speak. Even as you watched what he did yesterday, and like say Chris Middleton running the point, but now their point guard making forty million is he made some threes like in a row, like three or four in a row, which were huge. But besides that. Um, it kind of puts him out to the island, but yes, I, I stand by my statements as I always do, and I'll go down burning bridges with it. Well, you're gonna be burning real soon, my boy. And, and I will say this if you can get last night's version of Giannis, you don't have to get it every night, but if he can do that on you know, if he can do that that often, like. <laughs> It's a good night on that conversation that y'all have. <laughs> right. I mean, without Giannis, they don't be kicking the net, so, you know. But whatever. We'll, okay, we'll never know. Well, that's irrelevant. We'll never know. We can't talk about somebody that's not in the, in the finals. <laughs> oh, but we can talk about him in the Olympics, though. Man. Sheesh. Man. Sheesh. <laughs> what a turn well, we of We can't talk about this guy. Well, we can't talk about this guy while he's in uh, preparing for Tokyo, though. Go ahead, <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, um, the other night, um, the Team USA lost their second exhibition game in, since they've been recording exhibition games uh, to Team Nigeria, um, which was coached by uh, Mike Brown, the assistant coach of the uh, Golden State Warriors. This Team Nigeria had seven NBA players, whereas Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant and company, because um, he was part of that starting five, um, lost um, in reasonable fashion to this team of Nigerians um, that made 23-pointers. Um, so just want to get everyone's sake. We can start with Took um, about this and say we'll go Took, uh, then Trevor, then Skylar, then uh, Sharky. Your take on Team Nigeria beating Team USA. So I don't want to make this like a big deal just for transparency because, of course, we've lost, with, like you said, two in a row. But if you were to look at the roster, right, we have a bunch of hoopers but no leaders, which was the same case for 2004. We had a bunch of hoopers <laughs> and no leaders. So as much as I want to have my boy Kevin Durant's back, there's going to be a couple teams to surprise us. One may be uh, – what's the team Patty Mills play for? Australia? And then the tonight. other – Tonight. They're playing tonight. This is going to let me know everything I need to know about Team USA, and this is me being real. Coach Pop, you know, even though he's the greatest coach, in my opinion, of everything he's done, his adjustment to this day and age basketball hasn't been anything. And now you're about to take – this basketball overseas to where they thrive. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of worried. And, you know, talent or not talent, we should be able to win gold based off talent. But we said the same thing about 2004 and they walked out with, with, with the silver, I think, or was it bronze? Bronze. 
bronze. It was bronze. So it's like it could happen again. It can happen again. So and my boy Kevin Durant tired. So it is what it is. You could use that whole tire statement to, to speak for the rest of the uh, roster as well, too. So we're we not going to use that as an excuse there. Um, <laughs> well, my, my takes from the from the my takes from the exhibition game against Nigeria is if you're making 23s in the game, FIBA rules or not, that pretty much is going to put you in a position to beat anybody. That's just on any given night. So if I'm looking at them, looking at the stats now, and it looks like that they were Nigeria was plus ten um, in 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 making threes. So that that's 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 a thirty point advantage right 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 out the back. Um, you're saying that this team has no leaders. Um, they do per se have a leader, and that's Kevin Durant's former teammate Draymond. He's supposed to be the quote unquote emotional leader of this squad. If just from what I was hearing. Uh, but also, this team doesn't have any dogs on the perimeter that's going to sit down in the chair, as my boy Savage will say, and play some defense. Great point. Like, everybody on the perimeter can can get a bucket, but if you need a key stop on, on defense, you, you switching every, you, you're, you're basically relying on switching everything and hoping the front court can get the stop for you. Like I'm looking at this roster, there's nobody on the perimeter that's willing to sit down in the stands and say, hey, I'm going to lock this guy up. It sure ain't Dane because Dane got cooked uh, in <laughs> in that game um, against Nigeria. But uh, kudos to Mike Brown, kudos to uh, the squad of Nigeria for that, uh, for getting the W there. And, uh, yeah, I'm catching some awful vibes here. So let's let's hope that the uh, USA can clean it up. Yeah, uh, I echo with uh, what Trevor said just um, just quickly. Um, you know, giving uh, Team Nigeria um, their flowers <laughs> um, for you know going out there, you know, and actually beating Team USA. I don't care if it's an exhibition game, if it's a if it's you know if it's you know playing twenty one, you know, to to roll out a roster out there and you still beat you know that caliber of uh, of NBA talent on, on the team was pretty impressive. So. Um, basketball has come a very long way from, you know, the 1990s to, to even now. So you have way more hoopers. You have way more, you know, NBA talent on some of these rosters as this and the Olympics than you ever did. Um, but I said all that to say, you know, I'm going to put my content career ahead on real quick. Um, you know, to LeBron James didn't have this problem when he was the leader of the, the Olympic teams. No, he was not. It was Kobe. Okay. And, and Dwayne Wade. Because... Dwayne Wade or Carmelo, he got – Three, four, ring, you know, Captain right. America. But who, but who were, who was the leader though? You see what I'm saying? Like that, that that's where I'm going with this because you know, there's always a talk, you know, that you kind of throw out there. You know, that Kevin Durant is is better than LeBron James. LeBron James, yeah, when he was when he was leading the team, you know, didn't have this issue. So again, I think that's a, you know, that's another one in LeBron's book that you know, at the end of the day, he's that much better of a leader than Kevin Durant is. I would agree and a thousand. So with that because Kevin Durant ain't never been focused on leadership. It's also about putting the ball in the hole. So that's been him since his whole career. Hey, okay. He can't put the ball in the hole enough against <laughs> Nigeria. I mean, he, he resting. He ain't trying to get injured. Come on with the excuses, man. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Shark. Hey, chill out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 
He chose Team USA. He could have chose Nigeria. He'd be on the winning team, man. Hey, the same, the same thing could apply to Giannis, too. We'll be playing for Greece. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but like I said, I think you would say is this. It's exhibition, so I don't never take too much to account exhibition. They got a chance to improve. Trevor, to your point about the defense stopper, he's playing in the NBA Finals right now. Drew Holiday be there soon. They had a defense stopper, I believe. Let's go to the USA. Hell, he going to be tired, too. Hold, hold, hold on, hold hey, on. Hey, you know, Nigeria had a bunch of NBA players on their team, too. Where a bunch of players, so they'll take the bet. All these foreigners in the NBA, everybody finna have somebody on somebody NBA team. Y'all see Luis Cola? I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so that was just random. I know, but man, that man picked up at least thirty pounds. And I and I'm glad you mentioned that name. And there was another name that was mentioned earlier, talking about the <laughs> roster. Why on God's green earth did they not try to bring in Carmelo Anthony, um, who to me has always been? It's like. Melo thrives in, in Captain America in, in this type of leader. And, and I think, well, I mean, they, they gave it to the Kevin Durant. Um, but I think he would have been a better place holder than Kevin Love, um, who's there trying to, you know, get him uh, some teammates or try to get on a team and try to win another ring, I guess. Um, and so I, I say that, but I also want to say a few things about the game. I feel like y'all about to say something else, but let me say what I was going to say first. Nigeria ran like every possession make or miss they ran down the court and where USA gets a little sloppy is they weren't sprinting back on defense another thing about the defense is you can sit in a zone pop like you can sit in a a 3-2 zone to make 23s you have to shoot at least 23s and they shot I think like 50 or 63s so at some point you got to say all right we got to stop them at the three-point line like you said there's no there's no one else there well, I, I hear it, and it's, it's also not, and I'm going to get to this, it's also not Lloyd Pierce's game either um, for that last-minute timeout call that he had that was he had 13 seconds. And when you can look back at that whole moment in time, Dame Lillard didn't know what the heck was going on. Everyone else had no idea. He used the entire timeout time, and thank you. And still, they had no <laughs> idea what the play call was. And to get that double screen to go and happen, and then all the time it took, what were y'all doing? Lloyd Pierce, what are you doing? You're, you, you should never be in the NBA coaching. I know you're with whoever you are in, in college. I don't think you're ready for the NBA yet. Um, but again, the rules benefit a zone defense. So why not zone when you know all they're doing is threes? They're not killing. They weren't killing USA in the paint at all. They weren't doing that. They were just shooting threes. They shouldn't have lights out with the threes. That Gabe Benson looked like he was supposed to be in the three-point yeah. contest this year. Um, and he's a Miami Heat, and he didn't do none of that. None of that this year. Um, and also, I want to add, there's Greg Pop. Greg Pop got a coach because of the lineups, too. Um, you can't leave Draymond in at the end of the game um, because he's not a scorer. Um, he's just not it. You subbed in Draymond, I believe, for uh, maybe Zach Levine. I can't remember who exactly what the substitute was. Um, but to bring in Draymond yeah. at the end of the game, this ain't this ain't it. 
Um, and so I wish he would have, you know, had a better lineup um, for that. And of course, you know, like I said, Lori Pierce for that call. But again, they shouldn't have been down three because I guess Kevin Durant couldn't score enough points um, to get them there uh, above the hump. He might have been tired. I mean, I guess he dropped back to back 40 point games uh, to not make it to the Eastern Conference uh, finals. So um, who, who knows? You know, uh, but you're right. LeBron didn't have that issue. So we can carry on. You get that, you get a response. Nah, you just don't have to respond to, brother. Sometimes you just gotta let people run their mouth and just keep yada yada yada, and just let them keep talking. One day they're gonna explode. Yeah, but some points, you know, in a fight, you gotta swing back just to let me know that you that you still said <laughs> you gotta swing back, bro. Exactly, exactly. Hey, twenty out of forty-two from three for Nigeria. 20 out of 42. Kevin Durant that's can't 40, score 20 himself. Damn, like, he needs some kind of help. Win every single game, you're making nearly half your threes there. So, but yeah, oh, and we we yeah on on the subject of Lloyd Pierce, uh, let's let's take a brief moment to apologize to the Atlanta Hawks because Lloyd Pierce was the coach of the Atlanta Hawks when he got out to the slow start. Before he was eventually fired and replaced by Nate McMillan and the rest is history there. So um Atlanta fan Pierce. <laughs> so yeah. Now he's an assistant coach for the Indiana Pacers. Tragic. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see on a positive note. New segment we're introducing. We're giving flowers. We've been saying Taco Chidi, she just said, man, we've been talking about giving somebody their flowers for the last three months. For real. Almost every single episode. Somebody said something about giving somebody some flowers. So besides just actually having a segment. <laughs> uh, give her flowers. So who is getting who are y'all giving y'all flowers to? Um, I can go first. Um gonna spin it a little bit. Um go to a different sport. Um Novak Djokovic gets a set of flowers for me um he just um um won the wimbledon uh the wimbledon open in, in tennis uh i think once yesterday sunday yeah and he's now at 20 grand slam so he's tied with rafael nadal and roger federer which is very very impressive um and i think what i, I want to give a, a a shout out to gary Parrish. so gary Parrish is always like if you're not into tennis he's compared it this way imagine if you you know if Michael Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron all played in the same era. Like, that's legit what's going on with tennis right now. Like, those three to, you know, to all still actively be playing and literally all hold the records for, like, uh, Minnesota Grand Slams is actually pretty damn impressive. So, uh, Djokovic is now at 20. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to pass them probably within the next couple months because that man is really, really good, and he mentally is built very, very much to Kobe. I've watched them like the past two matches with the two grand slams. That man has built all types of difference. So he gets my flowers. Can, can I just add this to what you just said, Skylar? Um, is I don't think people understand how difficult tennis is as well, because tennis is the one sport where you don't, after a couple minutes, you know, see your coach. You can't even talk to your coach. It's legitimately mano y mano. Um, or if it's doubles, you know, two on two, right? But you can't even look at your coach to even get a signal from them. So 20, 20 and climbing is a huge accomplishment um, uh, for him and the rest of the guys that are there as well. So I just want to add that piece as well. 
actually got one speaking of tennis, um, if I could. Um, it's not really tennis per se, it's actually football and eventually tennis. Um, if I was to give flowers to somebody right now, it'd be uh, Spencer Pacinger. Uh, y'all know I love the show All American, right? And like the latest episode, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The latest episode, uh, in the platform, even in the, uh, 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 you know, so they're gonna have a whole multiverse for lack of better words for All American. And now, now y'all laughing. But I'm dead serious because, like, I don't know much about the black history in tennis. I don't know much about the black history in 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 in, in baseball. And now they're actually gonna bring it all to one screen at a HBCU, which I, I think is pretty dope. Um, yeah, and it'll 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 help continue, I guess, the multiverse and all American. So, you know, shout out to Spencer for starting it all, and you know, hopefully he win he win the championship for for for, for Crenshaw. So to my point, to my point about, you know, you got to swing back in the fight just to let me know that you're still there. That came from out of nowhere. You said we give them flowers out. You said it's okay. a perfect point. No, no, no. That's not what my problem. My issue is who you're giving your flowers to. That's that's amazing. Oh, okay. But the way wow. you tried to spin that from the way we were just talking about tennis, because you were saying something about, you know, from football to tennis. I'm like, who the hell is out here doing that? All American is a football show. They're doing a spinoff, and in the spinoff, they're going to be talking about tennis. So. Why don't you say All American? You said, right. you to make like, it easy. Easy. It's, it's hard. Okay, fine. All American. The show All American. <laughs> That's what confused me. With. Got the, I was like, he ain't playing tennis. Technicalities. It's all. It's all. Come on, dog. Shout out to these content creators, man. Content creators <laughs> is on the thousand today. Black content creators that's trying to make a name for themselves, like like Spencer. Could have gave with real day. This is Spencer Pacinger. Oh, you talking about that's the oh, actual real one? Yeah, I know. Not Spencer James in the actual show. <laughs> Jesus, I, I know. I know somebody else got some flowers. Please. I do, and yeah, actually, I guess they gonna blow out your hands. Man, <laughs> uh, it's somewhat sports lady, not sports lady, man. Anthony Mackie, man, he became Captain America and hosted SBS all in with within two months. It's a different type of bag. Dang, I thought you had more than that. I just no. I was like, thanks for the context. I keep it short as we can. I try. What else I supposed to say? He can't catch America. What else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> he checked. Right, he checked busy. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about his weed joke at uh, Wish You Carry? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I missed that one. You, uh, you didn't watch the SBC, and shame on you. you I didn't watch, watch the SBC. I, I didn't watch the SBC. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> That's one, that one of the things. He made like a weed joke to Shakari while who was in the crowd. Shout out to her. All right, Trevor. Yeah, go ahead, Trevor. Shout out to us for, for making for making uh, edibles and stuff out of the whole Shakari situation. That's a different story. Um. <laughs> I'm going to keep it different, man. I'm going to give my flowers for this show to my WNBA. As late, I uh, had an impressive win over the Dallas Wings yesterday. 
the MVP, Asia Wilson, with a near triple double. So nice little uh, win to take them into the All Star game, to All Star week in the Olympic break. So uh, if you don't, if you haven't checked out any WNBA, please watch the All Star game on Wednesday, which will be uh, just right before Game Four. So um, if you haven't had a chance to check out any WNBA basketball, I would suggest you at least start with the All Star game. It's the, uh, it's the Commissioner's Cup, like the before the All Star game, or is it after the Olympics? You know, they have, like, a Commissioner's Cup championship or something. So, come here often. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's like a mid-season. They had, like, a mid-season. Yeah, Connecticut Suns. Yeah, I'm going to face off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had, like, a, like almost like an in-season tournament, but it's not an actual tournament. I, I don't know how they came up with this. Mm-hmm. They both play each other for a Commissioner's Cup. Yeah. Yeah, the Commissioner's um, Cup. Yeah, I saw that. August 15th, actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, so welcoming to the real garden. Um, I want to give flowers to three individuals since y'all went off script. I love it. Um, non, um, sports at people. Uh, I want to give a, a shout out to Curtis. Um, my name is 50 cent. Um, he needs some flowers. He needs some flowers because without Curtis ain't nobody watching stars and nobody buying that subscription and ain't nobody still watching power and everything else. So first and foremost, I want to give it up to Curtis and 50 Cent um, and G Unit. Um, <laughs> um, the next set of flowers I want to give to um, is Tuke's boy, Kevin Durant. Um, he deserves his flowers. You know, he's not leading Team USA um, to where they need to be right now. However, he did wield his now, team. I'm just making sure Jesus ain't coming back. Now nah, we good. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just making sure Jesus ain't coming back down. I don't know what's going on right now. It's called it, it's it's me being real in the real garden. I'm about to hand out some flowers to Kevin Kevin Durant um, for. I mean, he's legitimately probably the best score that we'll see because um, he can get it from inside and out um, that we've seen here. So yes, I'm gonna give him his flowers, and I'll also give. I said that the Bucks are better without Giannis. I want to give Giannis his flowers. Um, he's proven along with Bud and Chris, uh, <laughs> yes, give me all of those, um, <laughs> that he can be this type of player. And like you said, imagine if he's really hitting like 60% or 70% of his free throws. Um, he's not at 40 points anymore. He's at more like 50, um, or, or, or inching right towards it. Um, and so I want to, from the real garden again, Curtis, Kevin, Giannis, please accept. Oh, wow. <laughs> These I did. I got them right from the real garden. Um, you might have known them. They were across the street from your neighbor um, that wasn't waking up today. So that's all. <laughs> Sharky in this show right now. <laughs> you in this show right now. What are you? What What are y'all on today? We we not recording any time anymore on Monday. Listen, Actually, you know, that's the fifth Monday that's, madness. That's the fifth. Let's move. be real. That's the, the the fifth. Let's be real commandment. Y'all should not record on Mondays because y'all are out of pocket. Y'all are extremely out of pocket. That's what it is. That's what it is. We're more holier and more positive on Sunday because Matt Monday madness. Okay, that's what we're gonna call this Monday madness. Goodness, um, I have nothing else to say. I was just giving flowers, man. That's all. 
Actually, I actually think I got them from Dollar General, to be honest, because they play. I was about to say, too. I don't know how many times I've been over Sheedy House. This is my first time seeing those flowers. Right. <laughs> I'm at that man's house at least twice a week. I've never seen those flowers. Yeah, anybody got anything else? No. Anybody else? No. 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 On behalf of me and Kevin Durant, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the flowers, even though it's fake and they are. Thank you. It's been real, man. Content creators for life. Hold on. Doesn't mean it's fake flowers. Doesn't mean he really don't mean it. No, it's like theater. It's a prop. Oh, okay. Shocking. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs>